On 106 FM, DAB and online, this is Jack FM. Jeez. Louise, it is so cold. Why can they... There's got to be a better way of um, defrosting... the Because the, the, I had to scrape mm. the windows of the car. <sighs> what? Why has someone not invented something better? So, why is there not, like, a heat... What? Okay, let me. what would it be? Because even with gloves on, it's frostbite. It's like Prince a, Harry's Willie. A heated Willy. scraper. Heated scraper. So you don't kind of have to put any effort in. You just sort of glide. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Or, no. Oh, no. Here's what it is. Yeah. Heated glass. Let me explain. Right. So you go in the car at the moment. You press the button. It goes... Yeah. Hot air comes out. But it takes about five takes minutes. Ages, yeah. ages, ages. It does very, very little. How about the glass has got heaters in? Well, some do. What? I think my sister's car does that. What? And she's got a heated steering wheel as well. What? Yeah. Your sister is the nuts. Mm-hmm. She's uh, Peng. Your sister's Peng. <laughs> is that? I don't. I don't know if that's the right. I'm not sure. Yeah. We'll leave it. Mm. Um, I uh, I went to someone in the chat is saying boiling hot water. No. That can crack it, can't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That can crack the glass. So people with their kettles pouring over the glass. That's insane. I can't remember if it was Will that said that he used to put hot water Who? in. You remember producer Will? No. Um. A guy, I know. I remember, um, the, I remember the guy, yeah. <laughs> he used to put boiling water in a um, plastic, you know, like a sandwich bag, and then use that to pour it all over the window. Why would he? Oh, he did, Rather than he? having to take the kettle out. Yeah, I'm glad we got rid of that. I'm joking, <laughs> Will, if you're listening, I'm joking. Um, so, cold mornings, I do not like, and I think it's it, it's going to get colder before we... February is famously the coldest month, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate living. It's annoying that you can only really look at the next seven days. Yeah, what is wrong with those idiots? What is wrong with John Ketley? Give us the next three months weather. They must be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's weather chat done. Let me yep. just let me just get. The, then we'll tick that off. What else do you want to do? Sport. Um, we'll talk about the sex noises later on because okay. the prankster is out, and it'll be interesting to see what happens. I want to talk to you about. Oh, I had to go to the dentist yesterday. Hmm. We'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. It was expensive. I spent I spent two hundred pounds at a dentist. Gosh, it's like when you get your car fixed and it's like four hundred pounds, and, mm. and all you've you haven't got anything. All you've got is the same thing that you went in with. <laughs> yeah, and it's the same with the dentist. All you've got for two hundred pounds is the same thing you went in with. You haven't got anything. Didn't even get a sticker. Not even a filling. No, well, I got a filling. That was that well, was well. Well, then you did come out with something else. Yeah, but it's not Just like you I don't go, like it. It's not like I can go, Joe, Joe. Have a look at look what I got yesterday. <laughs> I got that for two hundred pounds. <laughs> it's not like you can do that. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. People are saying hot water bottles on the window. Warm water does the job. My car heater is on the blink, and warm water does the job very nicely. It will crack the glass. Right, but hot water bottles. You'd need quite a lot to cover the windscreen. Hot water bottle. Oh, I think he means you put... Oh, yeah. So you put it on. So you'd need about eight. I don't think... I... I. We need... Um, oh, I've totally forgotten her name. Who knows everything about cars. Um, Amanda oh. Stretton. No, what? Oh. No, um, <laughs> the person who calls us. I can't remember her name. Kate. Oh. We need Kate. Kate, how do we... Let's do... Let's, let's go local. Kate, how do we... De- ice the window. Jason's got, at last we've got a good idea. 
Leave the engine on overnight. <laughs> I think that would work. Uh, Joe, thank you very much indeed. Oh one eight six five five seven five one oh six is the phone number. Let's do it. You know, who cares? How do you defrost oh, I mean I was listening to a show last night and they were doing Are You Eating Sausages for Your Tea? BBC Radio Cornwall two days ago was doing Is It Snowing in Your Area? So you know what? I'm diving in. I'm diving in. How do you defrost the window on your car, please? 01865 575 106. When have you paid a lot of money and you've come out with absolutely nothing more? Filling, getting your car fit. You go in, you pay the money, you come out with exactly the same thing that you had before. And just to round it off nice and neatly, if you had to have a fight with any band, who do you think you could fight? And you're allowed two solo singers on your side as well. Ian Lee's Rude Awakening on Jack FM. A slice of radio toast with just a gentle spreading of We Can't Believe It's Not Better. 106 Jack FM. I was not eating sausages last night, no, if you're asking. I can't, I'm sorry, I can't. Pl- I can't play that at this time of the morning. I'm sorry. It that is too much, right? That is too much. <clears throat> Let's have this. This is the greatest Beatles song that was not a Beatles song. I can't play back once again with the block rocking, rocking beats. Oh, it was nearly, nearly, nearly. Daddy never held you like he should Maybe your mama just held on the best she could Every soul has a secret Give it away or keep it But yesterday's gone so tell me why 
That's so much better, right? Ringo, Ringo! The weight of the world. Oh. Have I... Have I just activated the curse? I forgot. I have a curse. If I talk about a famous person too much... They die. Shut up. They die. So... Fingers crossed that Ringo is safe and warm. Ian Lee's Rude Awakening is one of your five a day. It's also the other four of your five a day. 106 Jack FM. Awakening on Jack FM. If this doesn't wake um, you up, we can't help I you. I don't know. I uh, honestly, I don't. 
I don't understand. I threw my only radio, uh, my last radio out uh, in my house. I threw it in the bin last night. I don't understand radio. So he's he's allowed to say titting in that advert. That man can say titting. You live and learn every day. Morning, Dave. Good morning. You're allowed to say titting. Oh, titting. There we go. How may I be of assistance to you this this morning? This morning. Well, what do you want? You you had a list of things. Oh. I've got an answer for each of them. I can't remember what they were. All right. So, uh, windscreen, defrosting the windscreen. Uh, I don't. Okay. Um, I can't remember what the other two were. I need to write these things down. I wasn't expecting any actual phone calls. Oh, sorry. I can hang off if you want. No, you could tell me what the other two things are. So one of them was banned to fight. Oh, yeah. If you had to fight a band and you're allowed two solo singers on your team, who would you fight? Who would the um, the people helping you be? The Proclaimers. Okay. Oh, okay. You're going to outnumber them, yes? Yes. Uh, and then we'll have Sam Ryder. Yeah. Uh, well... Do you think? It's cause he's just because he's a nice guy, actually. I don't want to. Well, he wouldn't need to fight. Okay, all right. Um, and then we've got Lily Allen because I think she'd be a bit oh, scrappy. Yeah, Lily Allen. All right. So and Sam Ryder's just there, you know, being nice to everybody. Yeah, he kind of was helping with the public image whilst me and uh, Lily Allen oh. beating up the proclaimers. Well, I would bring Public Image Limited along to beat you up. We'd probably run away. I don't know who they are though. Oh, okay. It's Johnny Rotten. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm not sure he'd be in a state <laughs> to beat me up. What was the third phone-in thing I threw out? Um, it wasn't sausages, was it? No, no. <laughs> There's a weird show last night. Have, have you? Have you? Are you eating sausages? It's not a bad impression, actually. Are you eating sausages this evening? I, I guess it means they can cust- they can just change it every day. And tonight it's like, are, are you having steak? Yeah. Yeah. You are you, uh, do you? Do you know? Do you know who this is an impression of? Are you eating steak this evening? Uh, give me a call uh, out. The guy who was on the radio last night. <laughs> Goodbye, Dave. Goodbye. I look, uh, cheeking. I'm getting cheek. That's that's actually a good impression. Are you? Uh, have you been? Eating sausages last night. There we go. What was what was the third phone-in thing?
Because he's been there for 30 years. Hate to break it to you guys. Hate to break it to you. You know, radio is a privilege. It's um, it's not a God-given right. Just because you've been somewhere for a long, long time doesn't mean you're entitled to stay. 30 years. And he's going off to Greatest Hits Radio. Good for him. But is anyone sparing a thought for the presenters, plural, on Greatest Hits Radio that he's replacing? Imagine how they must feel um, seeing all... Oh, thank God, Ken Bruce is coming to Greatest Hits Radio. Oh, thank God, Ken Bruce is coming to Greatest Hits Radio. Oh, thank God, Ken Bruce is coming to Greatest Hits Radio. They must be gutted, because there are several. I don't know how many. It was a localised... Um, uh, it's, it's another uh, uh, death knell. Is that it? It's another nail in the coffin of local radio, because they were, like, doing local-ish um, mid-morning slots, and now... They have been consolidated into the Ken Bruce show. It's a, it's a strange old business. Here's something. I had one radio left in my house. I chucked it out last night. I'm done. I'm done. With, what, what would I listen to on radio? Apart from this, well, what, what is there to listen to on radio? I will tell you what there is to listen to radio. Absolutely nothing. Say it again. 01865 575 106 is the phone number. Uh, I did miss a call. If you just called, I'll give you a call during the news, which is coming up next with Joe. Um, so I went to the dentist for a checkup. First dental visit in a year. Used to go every six months. Mummy would be upset with me. And there was a woman. I don't know what was going on. There was the, the woman before me upstairs. All you could hear for like five minutes was. 
<laughs> for five minutes. Do they do like some sort of laughing gas if you're having a procedure? They don't do gas anymore. I'm, I'm right. old enough to remember when my sister, when she was a child, I'm going to say nine, had to have some teeth out. They did the, put the mask on her <sighs> and yeah. gassed her. Yeah. I'm old enough to remember when I needed some teeth out at about nine. They gave me an injection to knock me out. Dentists would administer anaesthetic. Yeah. That's it. Well, they don't do that anymore. Not to knock you out completely, no. Not oh, to send, I see. This was to send you right. to sleep. Yeah, that's nuts. Imagine, they're just people. They're not doctors. <laughs> they're just people. They've had about 18 months training, and they had the ability in the 70s and early 80s to send children to sleep. Mm. <laughs> I think maybe they were tickling her. <laughs> there was a tiggle thing going on. She wouldn't open her mouth, so they tickled, <laughs> and then she's like... <laughs> that's exactly what it was. And I went up, and... Um, I haven't been for ages. They cleaned them. So they've done that thing now where, you know, you run your tongue behind, at the back of your teeth. It's like one smooth wall. Yeah. I can feel the ridges now between the teeth because they cleaned out all of the... Cr- oh, yeah, yeah. They say titting in an advert. Have you heard that? Titting or tittering? Titting. In, an, in one of the adverts. What does that mean? Like messing around, titting about. That's tittering, isn't it? No, that's laughing. Okay. Gonna... We, we, we are now waiting while Joe Googles tittering and titting. Oh, yeah. Titting about. Okay, and what do you say? What do you mean? What do you say? What do you mean, what do I say? You say two things to me now. What? Um, stop titting about? No, you say sorry and thank you. Well, it's not like an official phrase. It's not in the dictionary. I'm just looking at French and Saunders. No. What? It is in the dictionary. You're going to owe me another sorry and thank you. Titting Dictionary. It's in the Urban Dictionary. Right, which is a dictionary, yep. <laughs> that doesn't count. The uh, Right. Because you don't want to know their version. Let's... <laughs> right. Oxford... English Dictionary. Let's make it local. Oxford yep. English Dictionary, right? Okay, we... Uh, uh, how, do I, how do I do it? How do I do it? There's just the book. <laughs> Is there a search somewhere? Uh, search. All right. Okay, so it's not in the dictionary, but everyone knows what it means. Right. Okay, so um, back to where we were. I'm not apologising until you find it in the dictionary. Well, I'm not te- right. Well, I'm not telling you. Right. <laughs> Give me a, what's the Collins dictionary, isn't it? Collins dictionary. There is one of those. Yeah. All right. All I've got to do is find it in one dictionary, right? Collins Dictionary. Let's have a look. So oh, in, in Merriam-Webster, yeah? um, it says titting is a present participle of tit. Okay, so it's in the dictionary. Well, I don't know. Is that a dictionary? Merriam-Webster? Yeah. Yeah, Webster's Dictionary is the first dictionary. But it's not what you mean, because when you a, click on that... Is it in the... It is says, it, it, no, just, hold, just back off. <laughs> is, is that word... In the dictionary. Is it in the dictionary? It's in this one. Thank you very much. Ian Lee's Rude Awakening on Jack <laughs> FM. It's what's known in the trade as a breakfast show, but we traded it for these magic beans.
I missed uh, I missed the phone call. Hello. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm playing. Hello? I'm playing Gran Turismo on the PlayStation. Uh, yes, hello. You called the. It's Ian Lee. You called the show, and I missed your call, so I'm calling you back. Okay. Um, I wanted. What, what's to your What's you. your What's What's your What's your name? Cake. 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 My name's Cake. Can I call you Lemon Drizzle? You can, but my name is. Okay, Lemon Drizzle, how can I help you this morning, LD? Earlier on, you were saying you can't use hot water to get ice off your windscreen. Yeah, yeah. are you familiar with kettles? Well, that's your problem. You're not familiar with kettles, are you? Because you don't need the water to be boiling to clear the windscreen. It just needs to be warm. Okay, well, please... Yep. And you pour it on your nozzles that are frozen off. That'll get rid of the ice. You will then have a problem with condensation on the inside, but that's a different calling, I think. What nozzles? To spray the water. No, 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 you don't. Yeah. No, you don't. that may help, but the, the, the water is frozen in the, the sack, the, the water sack. Well, that's... Your second issue, you're not using a winter screen wash that is remains unfrozen to a temperature of about okay. minus eight degrees. Okay, this so is if perhaps you go the, to the most boring call I've ever had. Five pounds instead of moaning on the radio. Yep, okay. Okay. The, but the but people were talking about boiling water. No, no, you yes. said hot water right well hot i still wouldn't recommend doing it with hot water and warm water isn't warm enough to melt the ice so everything <laughs> i've never heard anything so stupid in all my life warm water, warm water the- will melt snow and ice and we're not talking about snow we're not talking about snow we're not talking about snow why are you bringing what you're trying to do is subterfuge we're not talking about snow cake it's actually cake okay cake as in pants so i'm glad we've established the truth we haven't established anything we haven't est- what we've established is you're an idiot enough warm water goodbye goodbye what we've established is that guy is an absolute melt that's what we've established ian lee's rude awakening Wake up and smell the cup of tea or something. 106 Jack FM. I met him in a crowded room Where people go to drink away their gloom he sat me down and so began The story of a charmless man Educated the expensive way He knows his Clara from his Beaujolais I think he'd like to have been running cry But then nature didn't make him that way He went na 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 
Ian Lee's rude awakening is fortified with vitamins and iron. Potentially. 106 Jack FM. Nonsense, and maybe some of your phone calls on 01865575106 after the news with Joe. What? Oh, sorry. Was the, oh, did that come out of my mouth? So, I would like to see Madonna live. She's doing a tour. Not a massive Madonna fan, but I'd like to see Madonna. I like the big spectacles, not, yeah. not events. I'm seeing Kiss. In July, be ridiculous. I saw last year. I saw Barry Manilow. Before COVID, I saw Cher and Kiss, and I thought, let's let's get some cheap Madonna tickets. Let's let's just Mm. do it. You see how much they are? No, I can't imagine they're cheaper than like a hundred quid. Okay, so what uh, what do you think the cheapest ticket is for Madonna? Right, right up in the gods at the O2. Yeah. All right, maybe ninety-five. Two hundred (laughs) and sixty-seven. 267 that's that's the cheapest and this is on like this isn't like a ticket reselling website this I is don't, a genuine I think this is I think this is real I don't think they're resale 
uh, no, face value, face value, two hundred and seventy-eight quid a ticket. Not worth it. It's not not worth even it. for Madonna. Most expensive tickets. I don't know if this includes a VIP. Oh, I was going to say if it's VIP, it could be double that, couldn't it? There is one here that says £1,342. I don't think they're genuine tickets. No, honestly, it's via, via GoGo's legit site. I right, think. what on earth do you get for that, though? You get to play Truth or Dare with Madonna. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the most I spent on tickets, this is when I was earning LBC money. LBC used to pay very, 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 very well. Um, and I wanted to go and see Prince, and I wanted to impress my partner at the time with Prince. And I knew of a slightly hooky website that resold tickets mm-hmm. but good seats so I bought four throw tickets for Prince and I th- I think they were 200 quid each Ooh. which you know, it, I had the money and it worked they were so close I swear to God this happened he was doing 21 nights in the O2 was it the O2 and was it the O2 it wasn't Wembley Arena was it and he would do a different set each night so some nights he'd just be doing like funky songs some nights he'd do, like, just a full set of greatest hits. Yeah. He did a mixture on ours. So do you reckon people went more than once? Yeah. Wow. And he was... I think the tickets are £21. If you bought... Uh, it, uh, anyway. It, 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 for example, our night, he did a 10-minute song called Whoa, Funky London. That was it. <laughs> and we all have to go, Whoa, you did it back, Funky yeah. London. 10 minutes of <laughs> Whoa, Funky London. But he... So when he did a hit, I jumped on it, okay? And he did... Uh, it was either Little Red Corvette or Raspberry Bray. They're the only two I really know. And so I was singing at the top of my voice. I was singing so loudly and so close to him that he stopped sting- singing, stared at me and give- gave me skunk eye. <laughs> and he stared at me. And so I stopped singing. And then the person I was with nudged me and went, did, did Prince just stare you out then? And I went, yeah. yeah, he did. I was singing so loud I put him off. I did the same with Neil Diamond. <laughs> So loud, I put them off. Um, but £267 a ticket. For someone that you're a bit meh about. Nah, nah. not, not going to happen. If someone wants to... Listen, guys, this is probably against Ofcom regulations. This is probably against the law. If someone wants to buy me a pair of tickets, you know what? I'll take it. Yeah, I bet you would. I'll take it. Joe, thank you very much indeed. 01865 575 106 is the phone number. Where's my bit of paper? Oh, there it is. Um, defrosting your windscreen... If you had to have a fight with a band, who would you fight? You're allowed two solo artists on your team. And money for nothing. When have you gone somewhere, spent a lot of money, and come out with exactly the same thing? It, you go to take your car into the garage. You spend 500 quid. You come out. You've got a car. I went to the dentist yesterday. Went in. Spent 200 quid. Came out. with Nothing really. had a filling, but nothing really... And what is the most you have spent on tickets? You're going to go and see Madonna? 267 quid? Are you going to go and see Madonna? Um, these are face value. Oh my God. Let me just see. I want to see what, what do these 1,354 get you? Oh no, they don't get you. Oh my God. Okay. All right. All right. This is, this is insane. This is insane. I may have got the prices slightly wrong. Okay. Okay. All right. The face value is actually £80. That's not quite so bad. Ian Lee's Rude Awakening. Terms and conditions apply. Jack FM can't guarantee it'll be rude at all times. Or awakening.
Ian Lee's Rude Awakening, the episodic breakfast show. It's a serial, you see. 106 Jack FM. If you're watching this, on you can watch the show, twitch.tv slash TLNA, twitch.tv slash TLNA. And if you're watching it, I'm going to say some rude words that I can't say on the radio, okay? I'm going to dip my microphone so the people watching will hear the rude words, um, 
people listening to the radio won't. It's a story in the newspaper. Headline is McCheeseface. Jokers weigh in with filthy fromage ideas. I must remember to dip my mic. Here it is, right. Pranksters caused a stink by hijacking a bid to name a new cheese. Facebook users came up with foul ideas like cheesy... When Mako Mario Olianis asked for help, he fumed, People think it's funny, but when you put up a comment like wet foot or... F- uh, I'm just not interested. So basically, people are submitting vulgar names for his cheese. You can text in if you want to have a guess at what they are. 81400. Start your text with the word Jack. End it with a vulgar cheese name. The episode has echoes of the Boaty McBoatface saga in 2016. On that occasion, internet jokers tried to give the UK's new Antarctic research ship... or Remember the Arctic in um, The Apprentice? A daft moniker. It ended up as the name of its onboard drone submarine. More than 278 folk waded in with ideas for Mario's new offering. The 40-year-old was born in Sardinia, Italy. He dogs a leg. Oh, that's racist. But now owns Yorkshire Pecorino cheese in Otley, West Yorkshire. He said, some of the suggestions are funny. Wrinkly brain or cow's intestine are fun, but no one's going to buy that. The £3.50 treat is due on sale in a couple of months. And Mario confessed, at the moment, there's nothing. It only works, really, if you if I can read out the vulgar names. And I'm not allowed to do that. So, apologies. That's a little bit disappointing. 01865 575106. Thursday. Oh, my God. It's Thursday? Where's the date today? The 19th January is nearly over. It's 8.16. This is Jack FM. Ian Lee's Rude Awakening on Jack FM. Plenty of waffle but very little syrup. I want to talk to you. The last time we talked, Mr. Smith, you reduced me to tears. I promise you it won't happen again. Do I attract you? Do I repulse you with my queasy smile? Am I too dirty? Am I too flirty? Do I like what you like? Yeah, I could be wholesome. I could be loathsome. Guess I'm a little bit shy. Why don't you like me? Why don't you like me without making me try? I try to be like Chris Kelly. Little Freddy, mm-hmm. I've got an entity in
He was a very nice person. What, what, how, what, I don't want to... Oh, I'm going to say that sentence. Whatever happened to Mika? Nice to Mika. Uh, I'm trying to think of more Mika puns I can do. Mika soup? Um, uh, I can't think of any. Uh, Gary Lineker yesterday laughed off the match of the day porn noise scandal and said he took great pleasure filling his halftime analysis with saucy innuendo. The presenter said the BBC has had to look at its security measures following YouTuber Daniel Jarvo Jarvis's stunt. But Gary, 62, who memorably continued on page five, had an on-pitch incident during England's 1990 World Cup opener. Now, is this true? I heard this, right? That in the 1990 World Cup, Gary Lineker soiled himself on the pitch. If that's true, why is that not mentioned every single day of his life? Uh, the World Cup, he joked, if you, if you told me yesterday morning I'd be on the front page of The Sun involved with a porn scandal, I'd have cacked myself again. Gary added, I thought it was funny and the YouTube prankster has shown his work. It was that loud that I couldn't really hear myself think or what the other guys were saying and realised people could probably hear it at home. So I knew I had to both keep it together whilst also addressing the manner, the manner, the matter. Um, so people are telling me this is true. He soiled himself. Uh, he, he, oh, he gets a tweet about it every five minutes. Excellent. Good for him. In these situations, you have to... Who is that? Right, let's find out who the prankster is because I'm going to big up this guy, Daniel Jarvo Jarvis. Never heard of him. But fair play, that is brilliant. That is brilliant. Now, I may find out he's a terribly awful human being. I hope not. I hope he's um, keeping up the true tradition of the prankster. Sex noise prankster... Daniel Jarvo Jarvis told yesterday how he beat security by marching into a football stadium with TV crew and even helped himself to beers in a hospitality box. He and a pal later activated a £20 phone, one of the world's loudest, to pump moans, pump moans, and they were pump moans, around the live match of the day studio. The stunt had BBC host Gary Lineker in stitches and stunned millions watching Tuesday's Wolves v Liverpool FA Cup replay. YouTuber Jarvo, 30, wore black jeans and coat to blend in as he and the pal followed a TV crew into Wolves' Molyneux Stadium a day before kickoff, nodding at security who let them pass unchecked. The pair used double-sided tape to stick the gold 
Yep and Mobile to a seven-foot wall on set and changed the ringtone to the raunchy soundtrack. It was raunchy. Jarvo told the son, these things are all about confidence. We got in because we... Let's try a posh voice. Someone's asked for posh voices, so let's try um, posh voice. Uh, we got in because we made... These things are all about confidence. We got in because we made it look like we were meant to be there, so no one bats an eyelid. If you hesitate, then you'll get asked questions. But people from Wolves thought we were with the TV and vice versa. TV crews don't dress particularly smartly, so I fitted right in. There are about four staff working in the studio. We tried not to speak to them much, just saying, How are you? Our plan was to strap it under a chair or the table, but they might have got suspicious if we started moving stuff around. So we strapped it to the top of the wall. And because of the colour, no one could see it. We had a cheers with the beers afterwards. Then it was a waiting game, hoping no one had found the fact. I think it's absolutely brilliant. More, more stuff like that, please. Just not on my show. Another chilly but sunny and dry day with highs of four. Wow! That was a brief weather. There's not much to say at the moment. Yeah. It's cold. Do you know what? If you if you didn't do the weather for a week, no one would complain. No. No one would care. Yeah. I know. The rest of the news, chef's kiss, mm. bob on. The weather. I gotta do it. You gotta do it. Yeah. You gotta do it. Them's the rules. Uh, Simon's called in. Good morning, Simon. Good morning, Ian. Good morning, Joe. Morning. How are we? Well, I'm, I'm good. Better than you sound, I think, Simon. You <laughs> sound know. miserable. What's going on? I'm never miserable. In Jarvo. Oh, yeah. Jarvo the prankster. Yes. Jarvo the prankster. He has a history. Oh, wait. Please don't tell me he's a wrong... Is he a wrong one? No, no, no. Oh, okay, good. I'm always worried because I tend to go, hey, this person's great. Not saying this about Java. This person's great. And then it turns out they're like a Nazi or something. Uh, you know, so, okay. Go on. Previous, previous pranks include yes. walking, walking into Bat for India in a test match. Oh, I remember that. That was him. Yeah. He just walked up to, to Bat. Oh, wow. And a cricket. Yes, I love it. Yes. Um, Getting to the National Television Awards and almost making the stage. Oh, I don't remember that one. I've got to check this guy's YouTube um, out. So, yeah, you do. It's fart box and a snooker. Oh, I think I think <laughs> I, I feel I like I remember that one. I feel like I remember that. I'm going to see if I can find that. Yeah, okay. It's on YouTube. It's all. It's all. It's all on YouTube. There's some, there's some great ones. Diving. You get the British Diving Championships. He just climbs up and diving and takes a, <laughs> takes a dive in the middle of the contest. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mate. Um, that's, it. That's, that's Java. Um, I'm, what, if I play one of his videos, is it going to have swears in? It might. Yeah, do. likely. All right. Likely. I, all right. I'll, Surely I'll, not at the snooker. Well, no. I will. No, ha- no, the, the snooker, you probably, you'd probably be alright. I will have a little listen to it off air to make sure it is safe because this is not how I want to end my career being sacked for playing a, a expletive laden <laughs> fart <laughs> montage. <laughs> Knowing the way Jarvo likes to um, publicise it, I wouldn't have thought it would take him much to get him on the show, to be honest with you. Okay, well, well I might, maybe we'll, well... But now I'm worried that he'll... Well, I'll, I'll have a little look. Simon, thank you very much indeed for that. Um, 01865 575 I'm about to listen to some farts on the snooker off air. Is well, that okay? Enjoy. Thank you very much. Ian Lee's Rude. Oh, sorry. Ian Lee's Rude Awakening. 106 Jack FM.
Okay. I've, I've heard it and I think we can play it. If you have an aversion to fart noises, so don't listen. So this is um, it's the snooker. Uh, I don't know. Is it the crucible? I don't know. The hex? I don't know where it is. Um, and it, you know what snooker looks like. It's that. 30. Extraordinary noise. Thank you. Settle down now, please. I'm not sure what it was, but it didn't sound too healthy. <laughs> I'm not sure what it was, but it didn't sound too healthy. It goes on, it goes on. Can you guys stop up there now, please? The same, same thing as the other day. It's up that area somewhere. I think it might be someone with a whoopee cushion. Can you believe it? Yeah, some. Yeah, someone's planted somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, somebody's making. Uh, Someone's making whoopee. Someone's making whoopee. Not funny for the players. But the crowd find it quite amusing. Okay, then. Right, settle down now, please. That's enough. Well done, Jarvo. You are my new hero. Ian Lee's Rude Awakening on Jack FM. A slice of radio toast with just a gentle spreading of We Can't Believe It's Not Better. 106 Jack FM.
so black and blue You back me up against the wall But I stand tall, don't give a damn no more Oh baby, I'm Ian Lee's Rude Awakening is one of your five a day. It's also the other four of <laughs> your laughing. five a day. 106 uh, Jack FM. All right, let's try. I think we've got Kev the window cleaner has called us. Good morning, Kev. I certainly have I've called you. And I, 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 and I didn't cut you off, did I? What do you... I, I, I don't know what that means. The, the line went. You, you, the, the line... Said, are, you, are you there? Yes. Hello? <laughs> Joe, please don't encourage him. Joe, hello. Joe, ha- hello, Joe. Help me out. What's going on there? I'm not sure what's going on. We lost you yeah. for a minute. Yeah, well, most Christ. people try and do that, as Ian does. <laughs> what, cut you off? <laughs> yeah. He Ken does. phoned me up off air the other day and said, can we talk after, can you phone me back after the show so we can get to know each other better? And I said no. Oh, no. Upset me. I didn't, I'll tell you what, I cried all day. Unlucky. I, why would I call listeners? It's a phoning show. Why would I call listeners after the show to hang out? I go home straight after this and go to bed and cry. You no, go home no, before no. the show finishes. I do. So, yeah, I try and get the, the record so far is being in my car at 9.56. <laughs> I wonder if I can beat that. No, no, Ian. You calm down. I like you, but not that much. Of course. Steady on, Governor. Ian, I've got to tell you this, right? My missus, I know, I know Ian's going to cut me off. He's ready with that button already. Here we go. Anyway, my missus said to me last night, could you iron my top for me? I thought, yeah, okay. Anyway, I've done it for her, Joe. Ian, do you know what? I had her increases. That's the one. That's the turn-off point. Oh, yeah, that one didn't work. <laughs> i tell you afraid. what, Kev, say hello to Alistair. <laughs> oh, hello, Alistair. Hello, hello. Who am I speaking to, please? Who might, well, well, you know, I, I've been called Kevin, but I get I get called quite a few other names by my customers on my rounds. Hello, Kevin. How are you Hello. this morning? I'm all right, Gov. How are you? You sound very, you've got one of them voices. It's very authority sounding. You're, you're not in the no. police force, are you? No, I'm half asleep. Oh, I can tell that, Gov. Oh, right? God, shoot me. Right? And, that, and that's the producer <laughs> just back me. <laughs> He's just turned the phone off on me now. <laughs> anyway, Alistair, you're doing very well. And don't ask me to spell your name, because I couldn't do it if I wanted to. All right? Have a good day, sir. That's all right, Governor. And you too. Uh, you've, you know, could you make sure that um, gentleman in the studio looks after that joke? Because she's such a classy lady. She probably heats the studio up without and put the heating on there, which is saving you electricity. <laughs> I and like you, Kev. It's horrible. This is 1976. <laughs> That's outrageous. <laughs> well, w- women, women are sexy. Women. Oh, I tell you what, Joe. Joe 90. I mean, you are. Alistair, nice to talk to you. What have you got for us? 
Jeez, isn't it? Morning. Morning, Ian. Morning, Joe. Morning. Um, Good morning. Right. Yes, sir. Um, recommendation for you, Oh, sir. I like, I like, I need a recommendation because I ain't got nothing at the moment. Okay, so I, um, against a better judgment, I watched The Last of Us on Sky Television last night. Have you heard of this, Joe? Mm-mm. It's a TV series based on a video game. Okay. Yep. And, um, it is actually quite good. First episode was an hour and a half. Yeah, okay. So it covered quite a bit of the sort of beginning. Yeah. And um, it's got similar themes to, um, you know, the Walking Dead and stuff. But okay. it's actually done differently. And I read a view, review about it, yeah. and it talks about the way that they, uh, they filmed it with the personal view camera sort of stuff, which is supposed to link into how a game feels. Oh. Um, so overall, I mean, it's really well acted. Are you, how many uh, thumbs up are you giving it? I would say three and three quarters out of five. Thumbs? You've got five thumbs. What? Well, you who's, know. Whose thumbs are you using? Have you got, got some <laughs> thumbs in a box? These are virtual thumbs. Goodbye, Alistair, you absolute stranger. I've got Th- a recommendation. Thank you for that. I will check that out. Yes, go you on. You have stuff to watch on the telly. Yeah. You heard of Kaleidoscope? I've, that's the second time I've, I've heard that as a reference mm. to a TV. Th- is that the thing about the bank robbery? It, yeah, it's off Netflix. And it, is it good? Yeah, it's... You, you have... I think it's about eight episodes, yeah. but they're not in order, yeah. and you pick whichever episode you want and watch it in whatever order you want but it still works well you need to watch it to understand okay so, so you... you'll have one episode that's like seven years before the robbery oh so you choose i well i will watch them in the order they come up well that's fine but they won't be in order then and then you might watch the heist and then you might go back to after and then you might go back to before but you can you need to try it I'm, i do you know what? i'll give i shall give that a go yeah I saw on uh, two things on Netflix that confused me. One was Test Cards. What's that? It's Test Cards. Yeah. Because I was going to watch it. I thought, oh, this looks good. And then the description said, these are Test Cards. And that's it. Oh. And then then there was a quiz. You can play a quiz on Netflix Mm. where you can answer the questions. Yeah. You used to be able to do that on your, um, with your buttons on here, didn't you? On your control. C-Fax, yeah. I used to have a, um, the DVD of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and you could do it on that. <laughs> Things old days are weird. Well, um, you know, it, I wouldn't say it was award-winning, but it was certainly six minutes of radio. There you go. Thank you very much. Um, there's some good news. Mm. The Sun have found a benefit of Brexit, okay. which is great. It's the it's starting to. I was a Remainer. I want it to work. I've got my fingers crossed, and it looks like it's going to work. The, the, I think that the tide is turning, and this is great news. Cheers, Brexit. Bottles of champagne up to 50 p- pence cheaper as EU rules axed. <laughs> up to 50 pence. Up to 50, because that could be one pence cheaper. Goodness. Bottles of champagne up to 50 pence cheaper as EU rules axed. Cheers, Brexit. That's the headline. Oh, God. Bottles of bubbly will be up to 50 pence cheaper when ministers tear up bonkers Brussels red tape. They're still using phrase like bonkers Brussels. A p- 
petty EU rule on labelling and covering corks in foil is one of 4,000 set to be scrapped thanks to Brexit. The move is expected to save between 10 pence and 50 pence in production costs for every bottle of sparkling wine produced. There's a story in the Daily Star today, which um, I, I find this, I don't like this. An alarm that sounds whenever it detects you daydreaming has been developed by boffins. Are you a daydreamer? Do you ever kind of go off into space? I think um, it sounds bad, but I think I do it when I'm driving. Uh, I think most people do. I, you know, you kind of switch yeah. off and driving becomes an automatic thing. Yeah. I think that's a lot of people okay, do. Okay, good. I, I'm, I'm daydreaming right now. I've got no idea what words I'm saying. I'm off imagining him uh, uh, that Neil Young is ill and Crosby, Stills and Nash have asked me to replace him. That's where I'm at at this <laughs> precise moment in time. We spend up to half our time thinking random thoughts <coughs> when we should be concentrating. Oh, I've just knackered the computer. Hang on. Let me fix it. The device can identify when someone starts to lose concentration. Maybe we should get this put on the listeners. And sounds an alert each time it happens. Who would want that? Well, Dr. Isaku Kawashima, apparently, because he's the one that invented it, said, I'm not going to do the accent, okay? Probably best. No, I'm not. <laughs> Our ultimate goal is to develop neurofeedback training, oh, jeez, which allows people to manage their mind-wandering in a beneficial manner. The Japanese boffins wanted to see if using sounds when people were daydreaming helped them realise what was happening and would help stop them doing it as much. People given the treatment daydream far less often. I don't think daydreaming's a problem. It says here it's linked to low productivity and depression. What? Hmm. Daydreaming is the best. Escapism. Isn't it? It's free. You cannot control my mind. Um, Joe, thank you very much indeed. 01865-575106. Jack FM. Ian Lee's Rude Awakening is here. All other breakfast shows are toast. 106 Jack FM. She was from another time Like some- 
Ian Lee's Rude Awakening on Jack FM. If this doesn't wake you up, we can't help you. Oh, when I woke up tonight, I said I'm gonna make somebody love me. I'm gonna make somebody love me. And now I know, now I know, now I know, I know that it's you. You're lucky, lucky, you're so lucky. Shanika in Basildon, whose uh, phone number looks very similar to a couple of others, says, did you remember, all the girls at work are asking if you remember to buy milk for your coffee. I don't buy the milk, there is milk in the fridge, yes. The way the studio is set up, the the phone is behind me. So I don't see when people call me. In the old days, Will would go, there's a phone call. And I go, oh, brilliant. I don't, the studio is set up in a terrible way. So I missed the phone. So Gavin and Jackford, I miss, I can't believe I missed your calls. And I took calls 
from Kev the Window Cleaner. So Ga- Gavin and Jackford, if you're still listening, I won't call you back just in case you're, I don't know, Dumbers, uh, you're, you're at work. If you want to call in, I, am, I will be looking at the screen and I guarantee I will see your phone calls. Well, maybe. Ian Lee's Rude Awakening. Wake up and smell the cup of tea or something. 106 Jack FM.
I've been um, playing chess.com a lot. Very, very, very glitchy. Very glitchy. Moves pe- it moves pieces around. Yeah, it's, it's, so just if you're playing chess.com, be warned, it's very glitchy. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's great, but it moves pieces around. It, it, it cheats, stuff like that. Gavin, good morning, Gavin. Good morning, Ian. Good morning, Joe. How are you? We are tip-top and down. So I'm having a really big stretch there. Sorry, Gavin. If you were sat in front of me, I wouldn't be having that big stretch. But because it's on the phone, I feel it's acceptable. What have you got for us? When's it too late to say Happy New Year? Now. Now. Okay, I won't say that then. Good lad. Um, <laughs> two, two, two things. Two yeah. things. The rap bit in Rhythm is a Dancer. Do you always try to sing that? Do you know I don't? But it did get me thinking, are there any... Here's a fun phone in. Are there any other songs that mention cancer? Um, I can't think of any. It's, I mean, it's a strange thing. So could, you can do the rap, can you? No, 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 not at all. I know the words, but I, <laughs> I started panicking then. I, I think to myself, like, oh, this will sound really good, and I bet it just sounds really awful. Do you want to give it a go? No. Unbelievable. Um, what a coward. What, what I wanted to do, I really apologise. I've been kind of titivating for the last half hour. When yeah. I rang you in, you were talking about Gary Lineker. Oh, yeah, 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 the, yeah. The sex noise. And. Uh, no, no, no. Well, yeah, but you were talking about the poo incident in the World Cup. Oh, this is a real thing, right? He he uh, he pooed himself while he was on the football pitch. Yeah, he didn't just poo himself. He pooed himself, and then he kind of bum-shuffled along to oh. try and mix it into the pitch. Oh, like a dog. Yeah, it was disgusting. I can't believe you've never seen this. I've never... S- I need to go and watch this. It's, so it's it's a real honest thing that actually happened. It definitely happened. He pooed himself. He sat down and he kind of bum shuffled like a little baby would. Bum shuffler, my nickname <laughs> at school. Yep. <laughs> really nice. Yeah. The only other no, no. the only other sports person I can think of or, or, or celebrity who's done that was um, oh, who was the marathon lady? She did it, didn't she? Oh, Paula Radcliffe. 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 Yeah, Radcliffe did it. Yeah, she stopped for a tom in the marathon. Okay, thank you very much, Gavin. On that bombshell. <laughs> Thank you for that. So there's two phones. Songs that mention cancer and celebrities that have um, pooed their pants. Ian Lee's Rude Awakening is fortified with vitamins and iron. Potentially. 106 Jack FM.
isn't a story the 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 newspapers are weird right they have to fill if there's like a slow news day it's not like they do 12 pages you know they have to do the same number of pages every single day it's nuts so that means quite often they will put stories in that are not stories would you like to hear one it's tiny tiny little thing it's five lines and the headline is teddy's heady this isn't why i wouldn't even if this happened to me I wouldn't even come in and tell you about it. Imagine being the journalist. That, that That's the story they got in the paper the next day. I wonder if this is AI. I wonder if they're doing AI <laughs> journalism. Honestly, if this happened, I wouldn't come in and tell you. Here we go. A teddy bear's head found washed up in seaweed on a Cornwall beach last year has been restored to a full teddy. Here endeth the story. That's it? That... What is what a waste of words? Is there a picture? No, it's literally <laughs> that tiny, tiny little paragraph there. Just, just in case you missed it, guys, I'm going to read it again. Honestly, Teddy's heady. A teddy bear's head found washed up in seaweed on a Cornwall beach last year has been restored to a full teddy. Now, also Teddy's heady. That's Teddy's all they heady. could. Ted's yeah. head would be better, <laughs> but Teddy's heady. <laughs> So it doesn't. So it, it if it's not, they didn't find the body because they would say found the body. It's has been restored to a full teddy. Mm. So what? Someone's knitted a body. What? Why? What? It's a shame it's getting so much coverage, really, on on our radio station. I've just been uh, saying this. This is uh, well. I <laughs> see what you did there. Okay. All right. Uh, you know, what? I'm going to take. I'll take that. <laughs> so here's a story. Na- do you watch Naked Attraction? I've seen it before and I love it. Oh, oh it's so good. Yeah. It's, I've watched some of the episodes twice because it's just... So, for those who don't know, it's um, a show for perverts. <laughs> it's six pods and within the pods are naked people. Yeah. Men, women, they, them, she, he, he, he she... Hang yeah, on a minute. Just, that'll do. They, them, yeah. she, her, he, him. Right. That's it. Yeah, and someone has to go and pick... To go on a date. Surprisingly, the relationships don't last very long. No. It's a, such a good show. And I, at the end, sometimes, when they do the meet-up afterwards to see how it yeah. went, sometimes they don't even turn out. Oh, when the other person doesn't turn yeah. out. That's awful. 
Well, so how did it how did it go? Well, yeah, it went well. You know, we went back to the hotel and had fun. But um, yeah, he's not replied to any of my texts. Oh well, you know, I just, I just I've, I've had COVID. Also, the people that when they go on a date fully clothed are like, mm, yeah, they're not as good looking now with I their clothes on. I don't like naked people. I I find people in clothes sexy. Mm. Naked, it's like, oh my god, what are you doing with that? Yeah. What's going there? Naked attraction contestant opens up about almost fainting after seeing nude body. Hmm. A contestant, okay, a contestant on Naked Attraction has opened up about the time he almost fainted on the show. Brian, twenty-six. So also, you're watching it, and it will go. Uh, here's Tanisha, she's eighteen. I, said, oh, I don't want. I don't want to look at eight naked. Here's uh, um, Steve. He's 22. I don't want to look. They're babies. Yeah. I don't want to look at babies' bodies. I just can't imagine what career you could have that you could go on that show and sort of oh. survive in your career. They Do you know what pr- I mean? They had a primary school teacher. Right. They had someone who worked in the church. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe they make the jobs up. Maybe. Brian, 26, appeared on the Channel 4 show in 2020, but didn't have the best experience in front of the cameras while I'm spending today finding this episode. He admitted that seeing nude women in the flesh for the first time became too much for him to handle, leading him to feel faint. The show sees members of the public have their naked bodies revealed part by part from feet upwards in a bid to find love. It was Brian's first experience of seeing female genitalia for the first time. Listen to this sentence. How old is he? 26, so he would have been 24. Okay. It was Brian's first experience of seeing female genitalia for the first time. Hmm. Two firsts. Oh, that's he annoying. was a virgin at the time of appearing on the show. While this made for great viewing, um, Brian has since opened up about the traumatic experience on the Curious Cast podcast. Hmm. I had purposely avoided seeing female bits, and that was due to a personal experience I had. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. Well, there's, 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 it sounds like there's something thoroughly unpleasant that happened. Um, while appearing on the show he nearly fainted he continued any opportunity to see a woman naked in the flesh I'd avoided so that's partly the reason I needed to take a break I just needed to take everything in Um, was he trying to like overcome a fear or something was he trying to over what (laughs) over what did you say I missed it over over overcome a fear okay possibly Um, imagine being that sort of horrified by what you see here's the comments two comments and i don't understand either of them okay. asa man 3030 says so he had never seen a naked woman before nothing wrong with that but what the hell did he expect the name gives him a clue naked attraction surely he'd seen the program on before. and then scruncher says there's a word for that guys who open up after seeing a nude body i don't get that no we're missing something gross Okay, well, I'm going to find out. I don't know what that podcast is. We're going to look into that. Joe, thank you very much indeed. Jack FM. Ian Lee's Rude Awakening on Jack FM. It's what's known in the trade as a breakfast show, but we traded it for these magic beans.
Ian Lee's Rude Awakening. Terms and conditions apply. Jack FM can't guarantee it'll be rude at all times. Or awakening. I've ever heard the, the end of this song. Do I go into the daydreaming mode? Is that is that where I'm at? Suddenly, right. I don't know what's happening with time. Time went a little bit elasticy, you know, the, the timey wimey. During lockdown, like time changed, and, and time is a construct created by humans to uh, um, help us make sense of what is essentially chaos. 
and uh, 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 but but time completely went elastic during lockdown, and I, I think there's still a little bit of a hangover of it now. It was twenty past seven five minutes ago, and now it's quarter to ten. The show is nearly done. Who knows? For you, it may have <laughs> it may have stretched on for hours and hours and hours. We just don't know. But for me, oh my word, it's flown by. Ian Lee's Rude Awakening, the episodic breakfast show. It's a serial, you see. 106 Jack FM. Can we play a song, a Blur song, that never gets played? And I'm going to be honest, I think it's their best. Hang on, unless we play it all the time. I can't remember, I can't remember. Thank you. 
play it all the time. Apologies. There's no other way. There's no other way. End of the century, that's it. We are done for another day. Sing hosannas, sing hosannas. Thank you, Joe. Thank we had loads of phone calls today, and I even missed a couple. So my most sincere my apologies. Back tomorrow at seven. The no repeat work day is coming up. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Stay safe. See you tomorrow. Ian Lee's Rude Awakening.